0: We're going to jump straight into it. Really, We're, we've been looking ourselves, doing a load of research around some of the key and benchmarks expeditions in history. And you can't go too far without coming across a guy called Henry Shackleton. Ernest Shackleton. <laughs> Are you fucking no, serious? Genuinely? So. Oh, I've got this. <laughs> of looked at me and they said the answer was was alcohol so ladies and gentlemen the tempest two tom caulfield james whistle the tempest two this is the story of the tempest two Right, welcome to the Tempest 2 podcast. Episode 14, the dust has settled on El Capitan. Post-El Cap, how we we... Uh... How are we feeling at the moment? I'm feeling everyday life. Feeling well, actually, good. we've got we've got a question around that. So maybe we'll say that. To but the but end. feeling good. Just yeah. if you can't wait till the end, I'm <laughs> yeah. feeling really really good. Cut out halfway through. Which we probably will. <laughs> we're both okay. Yeah, you know that we're fine. Thanks for asking. But um, a slightly different. Yeah. Slightly different format this week. So we had a week off to, you know, decompress and and kind of reassess what's important to us. So this week's podcast and from now on, we're just going to be talking about. Holistic therapy yeah. and and Brexit. Yeah, and that will include things such as yoga yeah. and... And political commentary. Yeah, along with psychoanalysis. Yeah, because there's no podcast out there that combines wellness therapy with politics I no, think there's a yeah. f- and serious gambling a <laughs> shitload of humour yeah. as well yeah. which is missing from a lot of politics but no days. obviously with Jess that isn't the topic what we are going to do rather than now speak about ourselves because we have fully run out of stuff to talk yeah. about we would do but we've exhausted yeah. everything we should have we should have dragged El Cap out over months but we did it in one go uh, the response has been fantastic so thank you for listening and asking all the questions but we actually now want to dig deeper into the history of adventure of adventurers and where it all kind of began with the pioneers of exploration because i think today's adventurer or explorer with their instagram followers and tv shows are very very different than those who kind of set the bedrock and foundations yeah of that they, category they put it all in motion i think the thing is Adventure is subjective, yeah. And some people will call um, going on holiday an adventure. Yeah. And Just we'll to clarify, fundamentally disagree. Well, I with that totally disagree. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, we'll get onto what the what we think our definition of the of adventure is uh, in another episode. <laughs> we have not prepped on that. I don't think you can go on an adventure that's booked by Thomas Cook. R.I.P. No. Thomas Good. No, or Trail Finders for yeah, that matter. Yeah. But, but other booking yeah. agents are available. Um, uh, actually, where are we at the moment? This? We're in the Ministry of Moju at the moment, <laughs> uh, which is in a lovely new office in Hagerston. Yeah, very east. I've got a nosebleed at the moment. Just north of Old Street. So, yeah, we're in Moju, which I actually have just come to my head. I think stands for more juice. Is it? I don't know, but I think it could do. Moju. Modu, <laughs> I Modus. think it's like Mojo but with you that's the yeah that's the the other side of the coin but anyway or it's Jewish people with moustaches <laughs> <laughs> it is Movember as well yeah, so it's, it's the it's the Jewish form of of Movember mojis it's a it's a seasonal <laughs> seasonal product <laughs> oh um, god so this week thank you for the Mojo guys for letting I can't say that thinking of a Jew with a moustache um, thank you for the Mojo guys for letting us use their space. We just had a good catch up with them. So this week's episode is sponsored by a <laughs> huge corporate deal, Mojo. Moji. <laughs> <More juice>. Moji. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're going to jump straight into it, really. We're, we've been looking ourselves, doing a load of research around some of the key and benchmarks expeditions in history. And you can't go too far without coming across a guy called Henry Shackleton. Ernest Shackleton. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? No, genuinely. So, oh god, <laughs> Shackleton. This Shack- is gonna be a good part. Henry Shackleton. <laughs> no, it's his middle name. <laughs> no, Henry Shackleton is a guy that I used to go to school with. That oh, is so rookie. <laughs> Ernest Shackleton. This week we're gonna be talking to Winston Churchill. <laughs> Right. Oh my God! It's Apologies, like but it, it must be part. It's part of his name. You know when you were like, you were just saying, that we've done loads of research. I was like, we literally <laughs> I like, listened to a podcast yesterday and have made some notes, which we found funny. But yeah, it's, it's Ernest, Ernest Henry Shackleton. Shackleton. You know him well, so you just call him Henry. Yeah, I just he actually doesn't love the name Ernest. So oh my God, that is incredible. So um, if you've stopped listening now, probably wise If you want to learn about it, this isn't the podcast. We're just gonna dissect um, kind of the personality what they went through how it compares to anything we've done and just the most interesting points not the actual detail but yeah Ernest Shackleton probably the most famous British adventurer explorer pioneer of all time is he is he british yeah it says he's born in ireland So oh, okay. i found a loop a loop in the system that's I mean, fine okay no we'll call it I, I don't know where county kildare is anyway so britain as far as i'm concerned fair enough so um, this, is, this is a good <laughs> start <laughs> so he's this is a while ago so let's just <laughs> let's just set the, the benchmark out there. Modern adventure, you've gotta throw your idea of it out the window. This guy's born in 1874. Like we were talking about it yesterday. They've got no mobile phones, no got nothing. No, no they got cars back then? No. No shit. No, this is pre-industrial. Well when he did it was like coming into the industrial revolution. Yeah. But this is at a time where maps were barely fucking legible. Like there were parts of the world people have never been to, which now is just alien to think about. Yeah, it's all on Google Maps now. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic tool. Um, but he was basically his goal was the race to the South Pole. Yeah. And back in those days, these were the big things. It was obviously the highest mountain, the longest river, the poles were all kind of uncharted. And Shackleton wanted to be in the team that reached the South Pole, and he tried, yeah, uh, and failed. Uh, he was in the team that Robert Scott was in in the race between Robert Scott's team and the Norwegian guy Roald Amundsen. Nice. Uh, Amundsen's that's team. Good, that's good retention. Thank you. Thank you. That. He, the Norwegian, was efficient. Got to the South Pole. The British team was a bit kind of. Fake it till you make it, um, got loads of troubles. Uh, Shackleton had to bail because he got ill. Scott then eventually died on the way back. Um, and the South Pole was claimed. But then Shackleton's up, right, he's got there first. But I now want to become the first person to traverse the entire continent of Antarctica. So go from the East Coast. All the way to the West that, Coast. That is dog. just classic one-upmanship. It is, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> oh, you got there first. It's like, well, I'm going to do all of it. <laughs> I'm going to go further. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. How about that, roll? Yeah, what about that? <laughs> Amundsen. Uh, <laughs> just fucking him up. Just the most legit guy ever. But this is, to put the, the time in perspective, this is a, a 19... When did they first try and go? 1908? 1901. 1901. The, the first kind of trip down there... Um, And then he kind of came back and then they all failed. 1911, they went back again to race this Amundston guy who then eventually completed it. And then in 1914, so three years after failing the second time, he was like, I'm gonna go and traverse it. And that that expedition was called the Endurance Expedition. For good reason as well. Very good reason. And it must be interesting, you look back then, Obviously, these trips cost a fortune. A huge part of our time preparing for an adventure is trying to get funding. But they didn't they didn't have Instagram, they didn't have anything like that to be like, we're well, gonna get you a hundred likes, and <laughs> which we don't. <laughs> which we can't guarantee. So he had to raise the money with wealthy benefactors and going to pitch it to businesses, steel companies, wood companies to build the ship, all this kind of stuff. And he raised the whole money by three. Wealthy benefactors One of which Put in £20,000 Which Is more money Than we've ever got From a brand But is now in, in, With inflation Is 2.1 million quid How's he got that? Who's Who's giving you that? But what's he saying? I don't need £2 million It's like mm. what So what are you doing? you going to the South Pole first? It's like Eh not first Old Amundsen's done that No I'm actually Going to cross it But like What's the benefit For that? Well who was it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's, you know... It's maybe name, it launched Coca-Cola. His name was like something dodgy. Oh, the dodgy smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's kicked off the dodgies. That is mental. Yeah, yeah, 2.1 million. And then the other two put in a million each. That's I mean, just so old, old school like, bragging rights. So I was involved in that. That's um, the thing. I think it is. Because there's no benefit. You're not getting any ROI on that. It's, <laughs> no. not, it's not kind of... Yeah, bizarre. So this is a sailing trip initially to the part yep. where you can't sail anymore. Yeah, and then a dog sledding, yep. hiking trip. Yeah, and what I st- like so Shackleton is the man. He's the captain, right? He is so he's the, the leader. leader. Yeah, but the there's boy. twenty-seven other people. Twenty-six uh, other people. I think there was twenty-six were chosen. Yeah. So that is that's a lot of people. No, I don't know any of their names. Shackleton is one of the most famous. I know what, so there are a couple that stood out. We'll, we'll get on to them. But initially, he got the money, somehow, by, must be the, the best pitcher in the world. Yeah. Then had to find 26 men. And, sorry, that's just a, a bin man outside our room. Um, Urban. Uh, had to find 26 men. And to do that, obviously, you can't just put it out on Facebook he had to put an advert in a paper. And this is the advert. Men wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return doubtful, honor recognition in case of success. From Ernest Shackleton. Yeah, I mean, who's looking at that and being like, you must hate your wife. Especially anyone who reads a paper. I don't know anyone who reads papers. Well, you don't know anyone in 1911. No, that's true. And that was it. I guess that was <laughs> everyone read papers. Yeah. So that was it. I wonder what the paper was. Again, totally irrelevant. <laughs> Stop asking stupid questions. <laughs> right, but, yeah, that is mental. I wonder what how, how many applications he had. How dark have you got? 5,000. 5,000 applications. 5,000 applications. Whittle it down to 26. Oh. Lonely, lonely bastards. So that is... There's no mention of how long you're going to be away for. That's the thing. What, what's involved. That's the thing. Like... And we go away. It doesn't even say sailing trip, where you're going, it just says hazardous journey. Sailing trip, I love that. It's a cruise. <laughs> it doesn't mention no. anything. It's very, 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 very vague. It doesn't say there's going to be no birds around. And the, apparently, the recruitment process, they so got 5,000 applicants. He quizzed the candidates on their practical skills, but what's quite unusual was whether they could sing as well was part of the And do you think that's for entertainment purposes? I, I think it's maybe the people who are willing to maybe embarrass themselves or do take themselves, don't themselves too seriously. Right, okay. But that was part of the application process. Twenty-six were chosen from five thousand who applied. And yeah, the the name of the adventure was the Endeavour. Um yeah, no, the it was no name the endurance stuff. Should have been called the Endeavour. <laughs> I personally believe but good stuff. That was also the name of the boat. Uh, And the boat was originally going to be called Polaris, but they changed the name of the boat because of Shackleton's family motto. And the family motto (laughs) was... (laughs) Give us a minute to find the motto. (laughs) It was like endurance... By endurance, we conquer. It's his family motto. Not purchase endurance, No. By endurance, we conquer. And, I mean, who has a family motto? It's quite similar to the, what's that SAS one? Go a little further or whatever. <laughs> there, they're all at it, aren't they? A little for less. <laughs> <laughs> every, every help. What's <laughs> your, have you got a family, motto? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Live long and prosper. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, very, it's very original. Like it. The you? Yeah, win or lose on the boots. <laughs> <laughs> like it. That's good. That's um, very relevant. Okay, so this is... So just hopefully you're getting a picture now of oh, yeah, 1909, yeah. 805, early 1900s. Right, Henry has put, let's <laughs> just <Ernest, laughs> put an advert in the paper. Yeah. He's got loads of applications. There's an interview process. Yeah. He's whittled it down to 26 men plus himself. Got the boat ready. So raised all this money. The boat's been built from hand, like by hand and machines, but it's not it's not existing. They've not purchased the boat. No, they've built this boat. They've it's built the boat. a pirate ship. For, for this exact purpose. So I know that the bow of the boat was, had to be specially thick to break through the ice. Uh, I think 1.3 meters thick was, was the uh, the hull of endurance. That's pretty thick. <laughs> that is th- that's like as thick as me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the bow. Yeah, I'm the bow. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that is impressive. But it is, they're trying to break ice with wood. Yes. Which seems idiotic, naive. Yeah. So, um, and and they're off. Where where do they sail from? Southampton. Yep. So, <laughs> is sure. it British? No. It, it's based. They're all British guys. Yes. Okay. So yeah, they probably go from Southampton, Portsmouth. Take your pick. But they've got a, they've got a sail down there first. So yeah, the sa- that's not been done that much by that time. By no, the way, the sailing aspect. You're sailing through the biggest seas on the planet yeah. the southern ocean the roaring 40s they call it yeah and you're just going in blind <clears throat> no GPS no radio no way of contacting anyone you 26 lads who you don't know <laughs> but can all sink. It's, <laughs> it's essentially a stag do yeah it is it's a genius policy he's put in place so they so how long how long are you going to be away again it's like oh I don't know Henry hasn't told us He's not Mentioned it But so they're Navigating using The stars So they're navigating and With Sexton Frank Worsley Oh Man like Worsley Who Whose son Or grandson Henry, Henry Recently died Doing the South yes. As well Ah Okay so the Worsley family Clearly, fucking legit. Yeah. So Frank Worsley was the navigator. Right. Okay. That's and, fascinating. And some of the shit he did later on is like mental. Okay. Which we will we'll get into. to that. Yeah. But yeah. So they've navigated that. I mean, I imagine probably similar amount of time at sea to us. Yeah. But obviously they've got a bit more luxury. They have got a lot of space. <laughs> but they haven't got iPads to they didn't have iPads. take to take the edge off the boredom. No. No wireless headphones. Yeah. No. Ten thousand songs downloaded offline Spotify. They've got nothing. But I've got twenty six lads They can all. They've all got pipes on <laughs> yes, <them. laughs> So you've basically, got Spotify. <laughs> yeah. on top. They're all piped up singing. Sing it again, so, fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> um, so that's that's pretty mental. And when did Titanic go down? Nineteen eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't pile off topic. No, that, no, that's, that's relevant. Why? That's relevant because people can. Put themselves in that situation. That's the sort of garms that they, they've got on. That's the sort of these are in black top. <laughs> <laughs> no, the people at the bottom of the boat, right? Yeah, okay. yeah the deckhands. Okay. They're, but that sort of music, the lads with Mozart are going on. So this is this is a proper long time ago. So they I'm, I'm guessing they get down there to where they can't sail anymore. They broke as much yeah. ice as possible. Yeah, so they get they get to Antarctica. So it's gone well so far. No deaths. No, nothing really bad have conquered the Southern Ocean in this pirate ship. Right. It's going well. Get to Antarctica, then they get stuck. Yeah, but, but that's the plan, right? No. Oh, shit. Not, not really. Okay. Um, so they they, were, they weren't going to sail all the way through. <laughs> no, but they, they, they basically got stuck for like to their, their first point, like at ah, the edge of land. Bugger. And the reason they needed to get there was because there was a second team who basically, would they got to mainland um, Antarctica, not to the edge, like the east of it, okay. and they, would, they were gonna drop supplies across the continent okay. for them to pick up. So, so surely they would've been the first people to cross it? Well no, because they don't go from coast to coast, they, they went straight to the middle and dropped stuff there. Right. Okay, you following? How've they got to the middle? They're just on another boat. Okay. So they, they've peeled off and gone to the middle. Anyway, okay, I guess so <laughs> it's a fact of patch it already. So Shackleton arrives, they've, they've made it down there, 1915 they get down there. So it's taken them a while. It's like it's taken them months. So I was wrong when yeah, I said we'd see for longer than. It's there. taken them months. Blimey uh, get down there, boat gets stuck in the ice. Yeah. And they are 400 yards away from Clear Ocean, which is where they're trying to get to. They basically get stuck in pack ice. Right. So they're they're basically trying to get this boat out. And Shackleton is basically getting the men to like smash the ice with like pickaxes and stuff like that, move it an inch, like basically trying to move this enormous boat inch by inch by inch by inch by inch to get to the, um, the open ocean again. I wonder if they had any oars on board. Well, they had lifeboats which were named after the benefactors, by the way. That's okay. a fact for you. That's what they're getting for that. a Two million quid to have a lifeboat named after Interesting. you. Interesting. Terrible investment. Um, and after basically a year and a half of being stuck, the boat gets crushed by the ice. So imagine working for 18 months every single day, trying to move this, what is essentially a tanker, inch by inch by inch by inch, and then the ice moved crushed the boat you got 27 blokes including Shackleton are just like oh my god and they are on the Antarctic stranded stranded and apparently Shackleton said, boat's gone we'll go home home now it's like boats and supplies are gone we'll go home now that's what he said and it's like right how do we do that imagine being in that situation yeah you got a good voice champagne but (laughs) apart from that you don't really know what you're doing. Unbelievable. I find it unreal that they were on there for eighteen months. Yeah, you'd think such. Su- I think time back then was different, like because people like it would These take people. These people have got take families. A at home. To, it would take you a week to get to London. Imagine just not hearing from your partner for eighteen months. More because it's taken you nearly a year to sail yeah. down there. Mental. It's like how's dad getting on? It's like. I have no idea I have no I've idea I've actually forgotten about him This is Steve Yeah You're, <laughs> you're 14 now Stop asking it's about mental, it. It's mental isn't it This is Steve This is Steve <laughs> He can't sing but He <laughs> The plumber's round again <laughs> <laughs> Haven't got any plumbing? <laughs> <laughs> it's <not laughs> 1900 for God's sake <laughs> Why's the Wi-Fi man out here? <laughs> uh, that is You'd think seasonality Would melt so many ice. Do him a favour but, but That's no. what I think They were waiting for They've also got Like 60 dogs on board which they... They're going to need feeding. Well, they didn't bring you a dog trainer, so these dogs just became pets. <laughs> oh, God. Because their idea was obviously to have a, a pack that would drag them along the ice, but no one knew how to train dogs to do that. Just a quick break in play. Yes. Um, you talk to us about what you've recently done when we talk about dogs. Okay. I'm also building a pack <laughs> of dogs. Yeah, I've ordered? I guess so. Yeah. I've transactionally bought a dog... P- picking it up next week. Purchased a canon. Yeah, for my uh, my girlfriend's 30th, who has been bugging me about a dog for years and eventually got to the point where she was like, okay, I'm just gonna buy one. My my <laughs> My willingness is now out the equation. So yeah, i surprised with a dog for a 30th yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Fantastic. Uh, so picking up and another. how did it go down? Uh, she burst into hysterical tears, <laughs> which is what every bloke wants when they give a present. That is success. But happy tears. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I uh, also have a dog. It is more of a handbag dog than a sled pulling husky. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, actually. But I was thinking, actually, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to wear my climbing harness and carabiner myself to the dog. So, hands-free walking. That's genius. That is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love so to see that. That, that is bad. absolutely ridiculous. Full climbing harness. So what does he need his hands-free for? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, fair enough. He talks <laughs> Selfies, mostly He yeah. yeah, like pictures with the dog. <laughs> right, so... Apologies for that brief break, yeah. um, but I thought it was very relevant. But so they, they've got 69 dogs on board, yeah. mixed breed, Some weighing of, about £100 each. So these are massive fuckers. Some of the names, you got Bummer. Why is he called don't that? Don't call him Bummer. Don't, call, don't him call, Bummer. call him Bummer. Chips, Hercules, Shakespeare, Slippery Neck. S- Who names a dog Slippery, Slippery Neck? <laughs> Swanker. I mean, just say <laughs> what you think, mate. <laughs> Jesus. It's like Swanker and Bummer. I was like, well, I wonder what they like with Yeah. Them? <laughs> Upton Wallaby, blimey, that is. Here's Slippery Neck. <coughs> Imagine you you counting that across the park. Slippery Neck. That is, um Satan. Fucking hell. <laughs> How big's this boat? Massive. That is. I mean, that's more than two dogs per person. It's a big, big boat. That is a lot of dogs. That's a lot of foul play, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but they yeah. They had to look after them and obviously feed them because these are the. Vehicles across the ice essentially yeah exactly in their, their plan and they've, they've also taken almost 70 dogs knowing that quite a lot will die mental Um but yeah absolutely mad imagine the fucking scenes on this boat in the middle of the biggest oceans in the world imagine the packing list well, yeah loads so much stuff do you reckon they knew they were obviously not going to be quite well, the the interesting the thing whole. so they never they never really even though they were there for so long they didn't really run out of food until the very, 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 very end. Because Shackleton was like, this is probably going to go tits up. <laughs> I and, don't know. And it's they... like us. And just packed way too much. Oh, legend. Like That's loads and loads and loads and loads. And weighed the boat down. Yeah. Bloody hell. So they're, they're stuck for 18 months. During those 18 months, what we're going to do is we're going to put some images on our Instagram story. So make sure you look at these for reference. But these blokes, if you can imagine, 20, 26 blokes, nothing to do for 18 months apart from smash ice and try and move this boat. Um, so they basically just got pissed up every night. They they dressed up like women. They did fancy dress shows. They did karaoke. They all shaved their head. It's like a rugby initiation for 18 months. That is ridiculous. Like They, they clearly just went absolutely mental. And the state of some of these blokes, like... You're in Antarctica, it's not like you're stuck in the Maldives Such a long time. What were you doing 18 months ago? I don't know. That's so long ago. That I is... what I did on no, no, that's true. <laughs> oh, when even is 18 months ago? That would be 2018 March time. April. That is so long. Yeah. They're still there. Still there. How are they not picked up serious illnesses? Because that is the most impressive thing about this whole trip is that there was a lack of fatalities. There was none exactly and that is the most impressive thing yeah and it gets mentaler oh yeah it gets mentaler yeah it's <laughs> i don't think so it gets mental. <laughs> yeah it gets mental um and like what are they wearing i mean there's a oh, there's a fantastic image that we put on instagram of the like complete explorer basically dressed down uh from this time it's ridiculous. You're talking... Oh, the first thing you notice that they've labelled is beard. Beard. <laughs> You've got chronometer, binoculars, gloves, ice axe, beard. Beard. Straight, Straight in there. Beard is an accessory. Yeah. Hence why, you know, you can't take it off at the end of the day. Yeah. Goggles. Kaftan. What the hell is a kaftan? <laughs> Which is... Aha, a beanie. A, a beanie. Yeah, yeah, in modern language. Kaftan binoculars I know they call my hats caftan yeah no. the L-caftan <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the binoculars yeah an Android. don't know what that is not sure a theodolite which I, th- I believe is a flask I think it's a chilli bottle <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, yeah the garms they're wearing are just well, it's, they're kind of hip aren't they the woolly jumpers. I don't mean to go back to the time that this happened, <laughs> but I'm going to... Are you going to say it's a long time ago? Yeah? <laughs> no, well, it is a long time ago, but when was World War One? It must have been like over exactly the same time, right? What was that, 1910, 19... 1912? 1914? Yeah, yeah to 1918. Yeah, but, but So that is... Yeah, you're looking around that time. That's why oh, they've yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. Genius. They it's got like, stuck on purpose. Yeah, I like, don't know how long we're going to be gone. This site's like, kicking off over here. It it's just <laughs> like... Oh, no, we're stuck. <laughs> we're stuck for 18 months. It's like, I Do you think you're going to be stuck for 18 months? I mean, um, one of the benefactors has definitely just bought a place on the yeah. bonus. <laughs> <You> just <laughs> have to go over the edge. Two million quid to not get drafted. <laughs> over the trenches. Genius. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, un- now we're unraveling Yeah, things. we're getting to the core of it. But, yeah, so the equipment they're wearing that is unbelievably basic. It's... Uh, I'm guessing it's just a layer game because what are the got temperatures it. getting down to? Minus fifty? Yeah, minus fifty at night, and you're just. I That's mean, that, I've never luckily that. you've got seventy dogs to cuddle up with. <laughs> I mean, Bowlers Air one year was chilly. <laughs> <laughs> it was minus three. Didn't help you were in your pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, in a pie. Anyway, um, but yeah, that is just it's just fantastic, right? What what other good facts have we got from here then? Well, you? I think stuck for eighteen months. Boat gets crushed, so yep. they're obviously like Shackleton. What's going on, big lad? Where do we go from here? Yeah, Henners talk to so, us. They made up a plan, so they took these lifeboats off the ship. They have three lifeboats, um, and then dragged them across the ice to open water. Got to open water, and it was like right now what? And what Shackleton planned to do was him and five others. We're going to get in this lifeboat. And this lifeboat is basically a wooden rowing boat. There's no cover, there's no tarp, there's no cabins. And they were going to row 1800 kilometers to Elephant Island. And on Elephant Island, there was a whaling station. And from that whaling station, they'll be able to get help and then come back and get the other 22 people. Yeah. So the 22 are there, they're like, lads, you got to wait here. It's like, cool, perfect awesome yeah sorry you five got to come with me in this boat it's like son of a (laughs) and that is literally what they did so on the 24th of april they left in this boat huge huge storms (laughs) like 50 60 70 feet waves absolutely pissing down minus 20 they rode and they arrived somehow arrived on this elephant island, like 30th of May, if they arrive, so over a month. So they obviously have to take, the Frank Worsley goes, because yeah. he's the only guy that can navigate. Yeah. So he's in this rowing boat, poor bugger. Stuff hey. stitch and like, It's not like, it's like we're going to Elephant Island, let's put that into the GPS. No, I know. It's like, right, we need to go to Elephant Island, Frank? And it's like, ooh. And he's navigating by the sun, and they saw the sun once in that month, and he fucking called it, crushed it. That's mental. It's absolutely crushed. It didn't even ta- it didn't take them that long. I can't remember how long it was. It was thirtieth of May they arrived at the whaling station. Okay, so a bit Yes, so But but like a few weeks. That is mental. <sighs> like imagine. It's not as far as our road. Like, I don't want to put that out there, but yeah, it's no, not. It's, not, it's not, not fifty-four days. It's so not. It's not really yeah, close <laughs> it's to the not distance. really. Well. Well, in fact, <laughs> good on them though. It's not even half. No, but no it's, it's not. not. Like it's a good effort for yeah, those yeah. ads. Like fair enough. It's probably a bit colder, but similar conditions. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they made it. We made it. Like, whoever's braver, you made the decision. Yeah. But that's fine. <laughs> but imagine, like. There's no cabin, no GPS. You're just getting absolutely battered. Yeah. And they somehow make it to Elephant Island. It took them three days to find a place to more, like take the boat ashore because it's basically just a wall of glacier. <laughs> so you're like, where can we get out? It's like, oh, my God. It's, it's the wall of the north. And what do we do here? Mental. Got land and apparently 100 metres away from land, uh, the pin from their rudder fell off and it went to the bottom, which is very similar to what happened to your stand-up paddleboard. Another another (laughs) similarity between two fantastic adventures. like, Shackleton, we know what you've been through. That is, yeah, I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. I'm struggling to comprehend it being such. Just struggling to comprehend, like, we've been in situations where, like, this sucks. But we've always really like you can always call someone or get out of it if you really had to. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the the mindset they're going through. It's like, oh my god, this is we're quite a long way in here. This is like two years now. Yeah, the, the all out. I think that that's the reference for what you can put yourself through is that sort of thing. Yeah, that's proper proper endurance survival. Like absolute animals. They must have been on the edge like the whole time there must have been some absolute scrappy dudes going down between them you'd think so wouldn't 30 you? lads or whatever just stuck in the same place for two years pretty much but apparently this is where Shackleton was like a master of leadership is he'd noticed a few people being mutinous and would then instead of like Oust them. He would actually put himself closer to yeah, them, nurture them, a give bit. them more responsibility, bring them back into the culture. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the guy was ahead of his time. It's what we call the Shackleton standard now. Yeah, he's just a truly iconic guy. Yeah, and yeah, they make it to Elephant Island, but the wrong side of it. Of is, course, but... yeah. that's awesome, Frank. It's like one job, area. Frank. <laughs> I have. Well, I have one. Look at the sea. It's so like one job, Frank. Brilliant. <laughs> We're on the other side. <laughs> what do we do now? You and shit out, Frank. <laughs> and the has fallen off What <laughs> do we do now So they hike Across the army <laughs> They hike across 800 miles <laughs> Sorry Have I just made that up it no, comes. no, no, sorry. No, that was the... That was the, the row. Yeah, that was the rope. That I was gonna say, it's the <laughs> yeah. biggest island. It's bigger than England. Bigger than <laughs> I Minnesota. said it and I was like, that would have taken a while. That is, but they've still, they've hiked, yeah. how long do they hike for? Oh, days and days and days and day, but days. but like, like you're Again. going You're going over mountains and stuff. And this is 1914, <laughs> can I say? 15 now. 15, but they've been there so long it's gone from the <laughs> yeah. year. Another calendar's come through. So they then have to hike across this island Going over mountains and glaciers and crevasses. Yeah. Apparently, they were stuck in a storm on the top of this mountain. you think that's like when we ran across the Wemmel Circuit yeah. across mountains Again. and glaciers yeah. Yeah, and we've passes. Done it and climb Mont Blanc in the winter. <laughs> or not another. So yeah, we can truly relate yeah. to these guys' yeah. journey. And they got to the top of this mountain. The storm rolled in. And of they course, were, they of were, course, yeah, a storm. They, rolled were, they were like okay, we're going to die of exposure if we're here for 10 more minutes. So they, and they're in this cloud. So basically there was this precipice and they didn't know what was 10 metres below. So they tied a rope around each other, hugged each other and jumped. Oh, for fuck's (laughs) sake. It's like, lads, that is... They just jumped into this, into the mist and they slid for a thousand feet, just tumbling and got to the bottom were like, (laughs) whoa. Well that was mental as crack on It's <laughs> like <laughs> we're Back to the uh, civilization. That what is these, so ridiculous What are these Lads made of Unbelievable That is fantastic So what should we do It's like oh, I've got an idea But you're not going to like it What's the idea It's like <laughs> Let's tie this rope around us Do you know what a sausage yeah. roll is <laughs> yeah, yeah And we're going to jump It's like Right Seems like the best idea uh, Let's do it Unbelievable Anyway Made it to the whaling station Apparently there is a, a tale that a man there who knew Shackleton Shackleton said hello and he didn't recognise him because his face was so warped from the years on the <laughs> ice he said I recognise the voice but not the man Serious frond fell into tears oh. I reckon that's bullshit okay, he's like Shackles is that you? <laughs> so you look hanging Oh that is ridiculous so then he's got to, they've got to this place Got there they've, they've obviously someone who can help radio some more help well, no radio, mate. Well, how are they, how are they getting... To, he's going to help. Well, right, he's like, oh, I need to borrow a boat. Because the boys are... <laughs> the boys are on Magaluf. Right. And I'm Spain. I need to go get them. So then he sails back from the whaling station. Picks up a boat. Says, three days rest. Lazy. Pathetic. Three it's days rest. 22 mates starving back yeah. there. We only have one day rest between <laughs> the Wentworth <laughs> Circuit and the stand-up paddleboard. Again, not comparing, but... Yeah. You be the judge. Yeah, each to your own. <laughs> um, three days off. Then he's like, I need to borrow a boat to go and pick up the Boise's. <laughs> pick the chaps up. Yeah. It then took him three more months until he could successfully go and get. No, him. I'm tried, not buying this. He tried four times, but the seas were too big. Three months later. <laughs> right, we're talking about Shackleton. What are the guys thinking who were like, Stay here Do we send another party out <laughs> We know he's pretty slow It's like Do you reckon he's alright it's, it's like, like The chance This guy's perished Is so high like The trust That they must have in him It's like Please come back It's like I'll come back It's like He's been gone a while He's the original fucking Terminator Six months He must be gone In total That's madness I I I personally And call me a cynic Okay I think This is fictional I Conspiracy I think it might be It I, could be I think In this day and age That day and age You could It was a long time ago though, right Yeah it's a very <laughs> long time ago I reckon they've sailed to Rio Carved up the carnival for a while Rio. Sunk the boat Just had an absolute tear up Got new wives Got new birds Probably a few kids over there I think they've gone right That was fun Let's go and tell them where we were. It's like, right, let's all get around in a circle, make the most yeah. mental story up ever. Yeah. So like, and then go and tell everyone and we'll be fucking heroes. So like then let's say we jumped off that mountain entirely chucked together. Yeah. It's like, oh that's. It's like sassy. no one will buy that. <laughs> Why would we do that? So like, I don't know, but let's see if we can get away with it. So like stuck for eighteen months in a patch of ice. I mean, there, yeah, no cameras. No cameras, no... And then there was now... No, there was. A camera? There was. There's loads of... Actually, there's loads of footage. They would have had radios if they have got video cameras. Yeah, they must have. So there was an Australian bloke who was a member of the crew who was the official photographer and stuff. So yeah, there is is there there is evidence. Mental. Unless it's like the moon landing. Yeah, staged. It's all with green screens. It's just a studio. Um, Sounds, West London. Sound stage two in L.A. I think this is like the original space race there's, it was yeah the Norwegians beat us yeah. there and then this is the next big thing that actually the government went you know what <laughs> we're going to have to stage this one because no one's getting across there yeah. especially not yeah. Shackleton there's, there's loads of footage of it so it did happen we'll follow that on our Instagram as well I reckon just to give people a yeah, the feeling of yeah, yeah, how yeah. mental this thing is. I mean, you can put black and white filter on any picture and it'll feel like 1905. Yeah. I mean, anywhere, most so. of our photos are staged as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like, quickly, to, just take a picture of me here. It's like, you're three feet off the ground. It's like, hashtag El Capitan. <laughs> <It's a> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag exposure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, three months, goes back, picks up the others, and they all make it home safely. Unreal. And then he went back again... Couple of years later, for his fourth attempt, and died, in South Georgia, of a heart attack. I did, yeah. But I, I, I read that he, on his first trip with Scott, the reason he went back was potentially linked to the reason he ended up dying. Oh, he was really found to finish. have a hole in the heart. Yeah. Shit. So amazing, Which is even more mental <laughs> that he's done this whole thing with a fucking hole in his heart. What, Can we just? What I think is take a minute. What I think is that is biblical. Thing. What's the coolest thing is. He's probably the most revered British explorer. Yeah. But he failed four times. He never actually succeeded, which I think is quite a British thing. I think Brits value endeavor and perseverance and grit and bravery more than accolades and medals. Where I I think America, for example, (laughs) Throw them under the them. Yeah, breath. here we go. Big audience. I also, think it's so different. It's, it. it's more about the the titles and the rather than. I think it's very British way of thinking. Yeah, I think the the achievement comes in the grit. Doesn't yeah, and it's a big, stiff yeah. upper lip and like, come on, old boy, it's yeah. plough on. It's like, chackers, I'm absolutely buggered over here. It's like, come <laughs> on, what you can do it. I've got two digestives with your name on it. What oh. you were saying something earlier that was quite interesting is. He was—he was obviously the perfect guy for the job, but he was a wing it kind yeah. of guy. He yeah. wasn't meticulous, so he takes a shitload of food in case something goes wrong. He's a, he's a like a—I can't compare us to him, like seriously. But in terms of the attitude of, like everything will be all right, the fucking go for it sort yeah. of thing. He like embodied that massively, and when shit went wrong, that mindset was so like stubborn with it that somehow it was okay well I think the, that is ridiculous he, he got ridiculed a little bit on that Scott party that he was in as well because the reason that they didn't win that race to the South Pole against the Norwegians was apparently the Norwegians were like meticulous yeah regimented so efficient so well planned that they apparently they just cruised it with yeah. no real issues whereas everything went wrong for the British team because it was very much like oh, don't worry old boy like we'll get down there and Carry see, on. Yeah, yeah. see what the crack is Whereas, you know, and that, that probably is why he kept getting in trouble. But there's something there's something pretty, I don't know, attractive about that kind of way of thinking. It's just such, like, you know what, whatever it throws at us, we'll think of a way out of it. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty impressive. I think we so. do that quite a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, don't, I think he had far more excuses to be like that because there wasn't any kind of technology <laughs> or, or, like, ways of learning. But I think the way we operate is very much, you know... Let's not over-plan things, because every time we do, stuff goes wrong. Yeah, I think. So, chapeau to Shackleton. Look, fair play to the absolute what a hero imagine. that is. That is um, mighty impressive. I can guarantee that we've not done his journey justice <laughs> whatsoever. You said it was a fake. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. I didn't mean it, but the guy is iconic. Um, and it's well worth anyone if you're still listening, but like having a look at the trips and the imagery and researching the guy. There's a book actually that he wrote called South, which is of this endurance voyage, um, which is just mental. It's just the way he talks about the most ridiculous things are put in such a blasé way, normalising the facts of the facts is just incredible. So well worth a look. Do you think though, like the modern man if we didn't have all of the nice, soft cushion of society around us, if you put men and women in that position, I think people would be surprised. Oh, totally. That's the beauty of it. It's just that we don't... We would never need to be in that position now. No, exactly. So it's, it's almost just, been conditioned out of exactly. us. Exactly. It's just not... It, it's hard to compare yourself to it because, yeah, the, the norm is so far away from And, us. like, you, you hear the older generations, like, the... You Know the great grandparent, they, they don't build them like they used to. It's so, like, well, they do, but we just we've yeah. got shit that does that for us yeah. now. Build a better, if anything. Yeah, so you can't, you, <laughs> you can't, know, there's you a can't, reason the average death age is yeah. rising. Yeah, but you can't blame that on the people it's not their fault it's not our fault that you know we've been born into a slightly cushier lifestyle no as, as a species it is our fault yes but thank you for that yeah smart people yeah are. thank you smart people <laughs> for making our life we'll continue to put ourselves making me think less <laughs> <laughs> um, right that is that is fantastic well done Henry uh, in all your, your endeavours I can't believe you called it a Henry off the bat apologise right so we've got some questions from friends and followers Followers, um, that we want to answer. Any particular ones that you'd like to pull out first? Let, let's start with one from uh, Luke J, which is, how have you... Uh, how... Is that the right... Yeah. How has it been... Getting back into society after El Capitan, so kind of what we mentioned at the start. Ah, uh, yes. Um, good question. Good question. It has been back into society is a bit more. We were in Yosemite, sat in Starbucks yeah. for a month. Um, the so it theme wasn't a huge shock to the to the system. But how, how's it been? I think it's been fantastic. Mm. It's the, is well. I think every trip that you do when you when you do this sort of thing, you realise you start to value the smaller things the like heating in the house or having a spare bedroom or <laughs> a, spare bedroom. a bath just a shower. You know, not having <laughs> not having to get. Uh, do you value having a spare room? You showing off that you got a... yeah. <laughs> two spare yeah. rooms. No, but just because just, of the the option. Yeah, yeah, just a sofa to go it's and read on. Up. I'm super in the spare. Well, rooms, I mean, like, like not a van, just a space. Yes. You know, not just one room. You got a toilet. Yeah. You don't have to save up until you get to a place with a public loo. Oh, save, save up. up is a horrible, horrible. <laughs> but a uh, crew. Although actually, oh. <laughs> a crew of poo. Jesus, why does it always get back to it? Yeah, mental. But you know, yeah, you're not worried about going in a bag. You've got you've got three ceramic U bends that you yeah. can take your pick from. Yeah. Actually, they're plastic. My, my uh, ceramic. Well, they so won't be. That's just built. <laughs> no, they won't. That's be. Fine. Anyway, You yeah. don't want them ceramic. It's been nice. Just dude. a quick one. <laughs> anyway, so it, ma- it makes it. You know. It's great. It's great to be back, getting back into the swing of things. What I've noticed is, I've seen kind of friends and family since being back, is the, what amazes me is the high percentage of people who genuinely did not fundamentally believe we were going to do it. Oh, yeah. Loads of people have been like, like genuinely amazing. I had no confidence that you were going to get up. Yeah. I think that because how we were being so honest throughout the month, when we were there of literally not having a clue and then actually yeah people obviously took that for what it was mm. and it was like yeah I've had a lot of people say I'm like glad that you're okay yeah. I genuinely thought that something was going to go drastically wrong So like oh, me too <laughs> thanks <laughs> why didn't you voice the concerns yeah, yeah. tell me not to it if enough people vote we won't <laughs> yeah. do it yeah. so that was um, yeah it's been fantastic so thank you for asking and I feel like you've got our well being at, uh, at heart so it's been fantastic second question which is related to the last podcast um, who's it from that was semi answered from Rich J Kirk can you get Big wall Dick on the ground slash all the time <laughs> Um, all the time just means you got a small nod but, I, but I, I know Rich Kirk and that is the case so, so that is hung like a peanut. yeah exactly picked up so you can <laughs> yes you, you can is that do you reckon that's one of those I'm asking for a friend yeah this is yeah a mate was, it's yeah, like, mate was chatting is Rich listened to the last podcast and been like oh my god I've got a big <laughs> I've been diagnosed wrong this whole time Um, but yeah yeah as we said on the last podcast um, when you're very hungover or in the sea typically comes from yeah moments of fear and anxiety yeah including giant hangovers yeah Um, right what's the best best next one to go for maybe L. Powell comedy so this better be funny (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what's your biggest disappointment Oof. In it. Enlarged it. Jesus. <laughs> <Blimey>. Jesus. Um. <laughs> There'll be a reference here that I'm not getting. Why? Because he's got comedy in his name. Yeah, I used to work with Elliot, and right. he is a funny guy. Um, Biggest disappointment. It, no name. It was. You'd pr- want to have kids to be like my kids. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? That would be funny. Um, yeah. Got kids? Got a dog though, but I'm not. I met him yet, so yeah. can't be disappointed. No. Uh, so let's let's take that as a biggest disappointment on an adventure. I tell you what was a, a disappointment I found from El was the fact we finished at night. You're really gutted about I it. I was gutted <laughs> about it, especially because we were so close to it being like yeah, it was, like it was half an hour. Yeah, it was literally half an hour. I think, yeah, finishing at night was just a bit annoying. Yeah, it it was annoying because it was pitch black and there's no footage of us coming over the top. Or is it a ploy? Yeah, Shackleton-esque. Um, that's disappointing for me. Uh, have you had any other big disappointments? Disappointments? Mm. Not that I can think of. I can't really think of. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's things that all the time never goes planned, but you just have to crack on it anyway. I think, I oh, you know. ideally, we would have spent lots of time on the ledges <coughs> eating food and chatting and. Listening to music and having like the stuff that we planned to do before that we enjoyed from like the row and stuff like that we didn't do, but it's not a disappointment. It just didn't happen. So. I think I think our biggest disappointments actually come in a lot of the times when we're in London thinking about you know we'll speak to a brand for six months who you know can can could change our business for the better and you know we'll, we'll fund a whole trip and then suddenly. They bring in a new marketing manager and the whole thing falls apart. That's probably we get that all the time. Yeah. Which is a huge disappointment because you put in time and effort and money and you get your hopes up and then you get crushed. Yeah, that's totally true. So thanks for that, Elliot. <laughs> thanks, you've depressed us and so, yeah, big disappointment. And finally, great question from Tom Peters22 or Tom Peters22. Maybe it's his favourite number. Um, out of all your adventures slash challenges so far, what has been your favourite and why? Um, I'm gonna say the rope. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we've been asked this before, but the rope. It was just mental, wasn't it? it was and why? Why? One uh, reason. What I <laughs> can't, right. So you can see me loading both barrels. Here we go. It's so, right, don't ask me why. <laughs> Reload the tape. Why? Because it changed the way we viewed things and uh, our lives. The catalyst. Yeah, it was the turning point, like the tipping it. point, if you're a Malcolm Glauber fan. Like it. Um, I am going to say I am going to have recency bias, and just to give a different answer, say LCAP, just because of the relief and I think it was something that and, and the way the manifestation from the row LCAP was kind of the that catalyst like and what that changed that was kind of the result in that timeline that three and a half years of when the mindset kind of changed and what we were going through then to eventually climbing Cap and it living up to all expectations and fear boundaries basically mm. so I think that's that's it for me fantastic awesome we are yeah. um, we, we're deep in the planning of our next adventure and we are hoping to share that what do you reckon next few weeks there's a lot potentially of, yeah there's a we don't want to jump the gun which we do every single yeah, time yeah yeah so yeah, we're going to speak to some people in the know this time, way ahead of time, and um, it's very hard not to get carried away and just go for it, isn't it? Yeah, but I think the, the the what the idea we have there there will be quite a few stakeholders involved. Absolutely, yeah. So we need to get those lined up before we can announce anything because we don't want to we don't want to then go off on a tangent and do something totally different. So maybe in a few weeks, maybe January, who knows? Yeah, but soon yeah exactly and if you have any or know of any past adventurers or famous expeditions that you want us to you want us to meticulously break down then uh, they get in touch we're going to go through the classics I think Um, and yeah just shout if if any come to mind or you want us to break down a particular might be a night out that you had that uh, (laughs) might need a reference spot so yeah thanks for listening as always um and give us a shout on Instagram or Twitter or whatever for anything in the next couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye.